Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's amazing how you can speak right to my heart. Well, I sing a word, he can light up the dark. Try as I wish, I shall try. We're eating hash browns, reading books by Ron Weasley. The touch of your hand, I like blowjobs. I really like blowjobs. You say it best, and you say nothing. That's a weird uh, way to start the show. <laughs> um, oh, the nineties when yeah. Ronan Keane could have a career and no one questioned it. Well, that oh, the nineties. That was Notting Hill, wasn't it? That was in. Uh, We're that same. So that, oh, that, what that, that Julia voice. Roberts. Julia what Roberts. A weird voice that man had. Yeah. Also, the lyric of that song is. Shut you up. say it. <laughs> <laughs> just shut up. Just shut your face. You say it, but hey. Yeah, yeah. Show so your- <laughs> I thought we'd get up. We'd go get some brunch. There's this place near my house that only does chicken and keep. Listen, Shelby. Yeah. You say it best when you say nothing out of your fucking pie hole. <laughs> What's it going? Genius. Mind I've got a song idea. I've got yeah. a song How idea. can I get her to shut up yeah. without her getting angry? I'll write a song. That's the first thing I'll do. I'll write a song about it. And then I'll just kind of put it in that way. So guys, guys, I've got a new uh, song idea. Cool, what is it? It's called You Say It Best When You Shut Your Fucking Cake Hole. Yeah. Uh, Have you thought about changing it a little bit Mm. to something else? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, the working title was You Say It Best When You Shut Your Dumb Face. Right. Yeah, I think, I mean, we like selling records, Ronan, Mm. right? Actually, Ronan didn't like that. But I hate women. It's like a Tracy Chapman song. (laughs) Well, he right, didn't like that. It was written by a woman. Really? That song. Does he actually? Does Ronan actually talk like hey hey oh. hi there hey? Um, but yeah, uh, what a weird fucking song. Um, Have you ever looked at Notting them? Hill? That was in Notting Hill, wasn't it? it that was scene in... with Julia Roberts. They it break was a in, film with Julia Roberts. They break yeah. into the secret garden. Curtis, it is in his pomp, wasn't it? Yeah, man. Richard Curtis films. Just a bunch no of... No black people. Yeah, rich white people. Rich white people having rich white people problems. Yeah, and there's a bit... There's a scene in Notting Hill where they're sat around a dinner table talking about who's the biggest loser. <laughs> and it's like a banker, yeah. a guy in the stock market, a Hollywood mm. A-list actress, and then a lawyer who's in a wheelchair. <laughs> and she nearly gets it just because she's in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the millionaire actress tries to get the brownie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's and, it, right. and it just all works out, doesn't it? It all works out. Everyone's like, oh, God. The reality is, if you worked in a bookshop and an A-list celebrity walked in, yeah. 
and for some reason you spark something up, it's probably not going to work out. No, no. Because just your lives are just too wildly different. I think that's what the film was trying to encompass, Josh. Yeah, but they made it work. Yeah, they did. Against she, holds, she holds his hand at the, at the premiere at the end. I know, because it's, it's hard being famous. It is hard. I really famous. rooted for her in that film because you know, she was really... so, so famous. But yeah, uh, God bless Ronan Keating <laughs> and God bless the 90s. God bless it all. You say it best. I was listening to another song this week. Uh, should we start the show? Yeah. Hello. 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 And welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for... Oh my God! It's February. February. Right. February. February. I, I can start drinking again. February. How was your week? Uh, last week was our 100th show. Mm. Did you know that? Of course you did, because you listened. <laughs> <laughs> right, last week was our 100th show. Yeah. It was our 96th. I got the math wrong. Really? Yeah. I You're did, kidding. I did the math. Really? Did the math or the math? It's 96. Singular or plural? Uh, singular. Yeah, so we celebrated our 100th show last week, but mm. it wasn't actually our 100th show. It was our 96th. You're kidding? Nope. I'm just not very good at maths. You said it was 105, but I know, I, fucked it's 100, up. I got it wrong. And now it's 96. I started thinking about it. Well, we're not celebrating it again. Well, no, we've celebrated it. Here's the thing, right? I got me thinking if I saw a really old lady, right? <laughs> or an old man, wrinkly as right? fuck. Yeah, all sagging. Sagging downwards. Yeah. Trying to... I think old people sag because it's their body trying to get back in the in, into the earth. Right. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, it's travelling towards When you're it. sagging, it's because yeah. your body's like, right, time to get back down in the ground. Down, down underground. That's what it's to, for. To the... And if then I met a really old man and he went, I'm 100, I wouldn't go, you sure you're not 96? Like, I wouldn't look at him and question it. No, you wouldn't. You know? No. So we had our 100th last week, even though it was our 96th, but it doesn't make any difference because it's still a high number my point so to you know if i'm reading your metaphor correctly this show is an old man yes an old decrepit yes man that's about to die right okay die good good just want to go back in the grave and there'll be 11 people at the funeral seven of which went out of obligation one priest Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it'd just be one of those awful lonely have you ever been to a bad funeral i've hardly been to any funeral you've never been to one where no one goes no yeah they are weird well, we can go the other way. At my nan's funeral, yeah, there were people there that I didn't fucking know. On drugs. <laughs> people. There was just old people. people there that no one knew. Right. And I'm pretty sure they just came for the buffet. Because <laughs> my nan was Mauritian, so we had some good Mauritian finger food at my nan's funeral. Sweet. And I remember that when they, you know, put her in the ground, mm-hmm. uh, and they went, right, and let's sing a hymn. Everyone sang a hymn. And then there was just this little old lady that kept requesting songs. She just kept... It was like, first of all, it was like, okay, anyone else? She went, yeah, oh, can we do it to be a pilgrim, please? And we did it. And then she wanted to do one in like, uh, whatever language it is, the Creole, wherever they speak in Mauritius. Oh, right, yeah, So yeah. she sang all these. And then it got to the point where it became a nuisance, where everyone was like, I'm ready for a cup of tea. Yeah, fuck's sake. Can we just, 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 can, like, we, can just, we wrap this up? Yes. Yeah. And basically... <laughs> The older I get, the more I'm positive that she didn't know anyone. She just wanted to have a sing-song and then go for a free lunch. Yeah, yeah. No one challenged Which is it. a pretty good racket, if you think about it. Mm. If you just go and wait at a graveyard, you're eventually going to get a free meal. I might do that when I'm older. Because no one is ever no. going to question the fact that you're at a graveyard. No, it was just like, well, you know. How did you know the deceased? And they can't argue. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, we worked in Barabons together yeah. back in the before the crash of thirty nine. And even if it's bullshit, even if they know it's bullshit, they just think you're, you know, losing it and just making shit up. Yeah. But they still think you're connected. You could literally say oh, anything. We used if to you're work, old yeah. enough as well. We used to work in a submarine together. Yeah. <laughs> what oh okay. Yeah, okay, we, we well. Worked in, we, we worked in the broom factory before he invented the post it note. <laughs> and then just, as long as you cry, you're on to you know, it's your buffet central. You can, you know, as much finger food as you want. Yeah. You know, that was my answer. Anyway, that old woman's dead now, so probably, statistically speaking. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you ever, like, look at films? <laughs> yes, and... I do look at films. No, but look at films and go, they're all dead now. Yep. Like, like the old films. Yeah, like, a great, like... like Grace yeah, Kelly. Yeah, they're all dead. Grace Kelly. Everyone in that film. Not only everyone in the film, but everyone who made it, like the boom operator. Yeah. They all, you know, and, and they're as live, you know. Everyone actors, who went to see it, they're, they're some of dead. the biggest films of all time. Everyone who went to see it is dead. Yeah, dead. isn't that weird? And they're so alive on screen. That's the weird thing about film. Mm. But they're all dead. How long do you have a graveyard for? What do you mean? Have like a you know graveyard? when they bury you, how long are you in there? Oh, how, for? How it, long I assume it's like rented, right? You hold the plot for a period. Of, is it what buy to let or whatever? Like, is it until you've got, <laughs> like until you've rotted away? <laughs> No. Because there can only be so much space. Like, well, no, now... That, considering everyone's died, surely so everywhere why, um, should be a graveyard. But that's why cremation became big a few centuries ago, mm-hmm. is that the population boom of the Industrial Revolution, everyone was just fucking, well, fuck this for a game of darts, we're just going to burn everyone. That's basically why. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It just took up too much space. Yeah, yeah, crema- yeah, because, yeah, if you went on, like, burying people, it's fucking nuts. Interesting. The whole world would be great. I find that weird when couples are like, oh, we want to be buried next to each other. Because in a way, it's sweet. But in a way, it's kind of like... Why? You know, this, you, this is your chance to, yeah, to, <laughs> to take some time off. Yeah, <laughs> you're finally out. You're finally out, you know, out of your contract till death do us part. Yeah. You, you no, know, death's happened. Well, I you, wanna... you could be buried somewhere else, you know? Do you think that you would be scattered? Um, God, I don't know. My friend said something weird. He said he wanted to be burnt into ashes and then put in a drink and everyone drink him. That's fucking weird. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think just, yeah, cremation. Scattered. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Well, all right. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Um, how How is everyone doing? <laughs> Have I done that bit already? I think so. You went hello. And, I yeah, don't know. You've done the how of everyone. I wanted to doing. ask you about a song this week. I've got two things I want to talk to you about. One is... Uh, finding someone on Tinder. My housemate had a match on Tinder with a girl who was right. in blackface, right? The second, what? yeah, what? Okay. I know. Uh, right. The second thing is I wanted to discuss some song lyrics with you. Okay. Which one do you want to do first? Um, I think we shall go straight to the blackface, Okay, Josh. <laughs> all right. I think this well, is... Well, obviously this is a podcast, a so topic. it's not the best medium for showing photos. But uh, my housemate was on Tinder the other day. I'll describe it yesterday. pretty faithfully. So, in, and he, he showed right. me a match he had. Yeah. And we, I don't want you to... thing is, I didn't tweet it because of public shaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I don't want to, like, ruin this woman's life. No, 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 just... Well, well, we'll see. We'll right, see what so she's done first. Can we say her name? We can say her name because <laughs> it's only the first name. Yeah, first name, why okay. not? So that's her picture. Can you describe it, please? Right, okay. So it's a woman... She's um, sat, it was a very arty shot. She's sat by a window looking out of it. So it's a profile shot. The light is streaming in the uh, window and just hitting her face. It's very pretentious. She's looking down onto the Thames. I think she might be in the London Eye. I think it's a pretty accurate description. That's very accurate, yeah. Uh, and she is how old? 
Oh, she's like, I don't know, late 20s? No, it says it there. Oh, shit. Oh, she's 35. And it says the university she went to. Um, well. Well, maybe, maybe we'll miss that bit yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we flick over to, he. so he, he liked her, mm-hmm. or swiped right or left, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then he flicked through her, f- and it went, you have a match, she'd match him. Mm-hmm. Then he scrolled through her photos, and this was her third photo. <laughs> oh, fuck. 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 Okay. Um, Could you describe that for the listeners at home? She's in full, like, African um, dress, kind of Nigerian dress. So that very colourful dress with a head scarf Just, just thing. for the record, she is white as a yeah, sheet. Yeah, yeah, she's white as a sheet. white as a sheet. And she's blacked up her entire face and put on bright pink lipstick and is smiling uh, into the, she's into the like, camera. Uh, she's, like, it's, minstreled herself, right? Or gollywogged herself. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's, is that racist? That is it's fucking... not racist to say someone's gollywogged themselves. Well, it, it's it, weird. It's a weird but sentence. It's, it's like, yeah, it hails from that time of that particular yeah. uh, racial... She's, just, she's gone gollywogging. That, she's gollywogging. Well, but the gollywog was racist because it's just this horribly reductive racial... Stereotype. Exa- stereotype exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Basic, but she's a, it's accurate here because she's just done herself up like... She's basically that. Lady... What a fucking nutsack. Lady... Smith blackface Mambazo'd herself. How? But also, this one thing like doing that, right? So she's in like African gear, like with the beads. She's got like a head, a yellow head piece, the big wooden wow. earrings, yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. in full. She's fully blacked up. She's fully there's with no, like pink. Yeah, it's amazing. It's how did she think that was? I she don't went, understand. And I'm just I'm amazed by. I don't get it. Why you would go? Because you can pick your Tinder photos, right? You go through your Facebook yeah, you and you can em. pick four photos yeah, or five photos. I'm sure you pick them. And this is one where she went, yeah. She's no, scrolling the through them. Here's yeah, me yeah. on the beach in a bikini. Yeah. Don't want to give too much away. Here's me at work, but I don't like the angle. My nose looks a bit weird. Mm. Uh, here I am at the zoo. <laughs> Here's me whole... in blackface. Uh, but yeah. I, but I have yeah, a... You know what? Yeah. I have a, a I woman... I'll go with that one of me dressed as a black person. <laughs> I have a woman friend who's on Tinder and I was scrolling through with her and what what it became apparent to me is that there's a kind of language with Tinder where you put up you have to have one photo which is like funny or like you think is funny and that's going to invite comment because it's all about starting a, like a dialogue going right mm-hmm. so basically someone went to her um, yeah uh, my advice to you is like have a few good photos you look nice and then just pick a funny photo pick a funny photo and she went do you know what this one and she just put that one up she just put she thinks that's funny yeah and it's not. It's, it is funny. It's, it's fu- very funny. It's funny in a different it's way. It's very funny. It's funny in a different way that she thinks it's funny. Yeah, but maybe but maybe it's, that's maybe it's like a double bluff. Like maybe she wants <laughs> maybe she wants people like us because no. I'm I want to meet this no. woman now. No. I'm intrigued. I don't. I would go on a date with this woman. I think she's and a I would also text her. Idiot. What a cunt. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Judge not yet yeast be judged. That's what the Bible said. Yeast. Yeast. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's... What? Did you know that there's an Ina Blyton book called Three Gollywogs? I do, yeah. And yeah, it yeah. used to be called Three, and I'm about to drop the N-bomb, but it is a fact that there was an Ina Blyton <laughs> book called Three Niggers. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, that word. Um, and then because of political correctness, she changed it in the 30s, 40s, to the much more palatable Three Gollywogs. This is completely true. You can look this up on the internet. Yeah, but no, hang on. It wasn't because of political correctness. It was because 
the times they were it was racist. Changing. No, because it was racist. Yeah, but at that like, point, Gollywood was, like, was still uh, fun and It wasn't cuddly. like the PC brigade are out there. It was just like, no, everyone went, no, everyone finds it really offensive, Enid. Um, could, you not, could you not put that in your book? Do you book? know what the plot of the book and is? And you're not going to sell any books because everyone thinks you're a douche. So can you change it to something that's more appropriate? Yeah, okay, I've got three working titles here. <laughs> i got three, uh, three darkies, yeah, three nignogs, and, and Ching, three gollywogs. And Ching Chong Chinaman. Yeah. Fucking anyway, hell. so three gollywogs. The book is, I swear to God, this is true. The book is, can you hear the wind? Windy. It's but very it's, windy today. But it's warm it's inside. It's a windy podcast. It's warm inside. Yeah. Um, Cozy. The story is three brothers move to a village mm-hmm. and they're all black and their names are, you ready for this? Yeah. The names of the three twins, triplets, are, and I apologize for saying it again, the three br- brothers are called Golly, Woggy, and Nigger. Is right? this true? If you don't believe me, look no, it up. Right, look it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Three Gollywogs by Enid Blyton. Was that no? No wait. Didn't she write Peter Rabbit? I don't know. No, she wrote Famous Five. Uh, Enid Blyton wrote the Famous yeah, she Five. Wrote the Famous Five. Yeah. So in between her books about five people and a dog out off trying to solve crimes, like who's who who stole the tuck box mm. and the mystery of the missing sweet jar. Yeah, she was writing books called Three Gollywogs. Crazy. So these three brothers called I've said their names. Yeah. And the the the, the storyline is no one in the town can tell which one is which, and they keep confusing the three brothers with each other. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> she really set out to make a racist story, didn't she? Do you, do you, who wrote uh, James Bond? Ian Fleming. That's it, Ian Fleming. There's a line in... They're, they're all those, if you read any of those, I haven't, but I've read excerpts of those books. They're all racist. Well, all the Bond books? Yeah, yeah. There's one... Are you thinking of Tintin? No, no, no. There's one, there's one line in a Bond film say, where it refers to the... And this is a quote. The sweet tang of rape. Oh no! Really? Yeah, 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 the sweet tang of rape. Oh my god! Wow. She reminded him of the quote "sweet tang of rape." That's not real. That's true. That's true. No, it's not. It's fucking true. Really? That's in, yeah, yeah. I've got the quote on my phone. It's insane. Mm. The sweet zest of molestation. Yeah, this is it. No, the wait, quote. Wait, hang okay, hang on. Wait, wait. I've got some mood music. Whenever you're ready. All right. The conquest of her body, because of the central privacy in her, would have the sweet tang of rape. It's too, um... No, I don't know it. But yeah, that's from Casino Royale. What, the Daniel Craig one? Oh, no, the original but, book? Yeah, the original book. The conquest of her body, because of the central privacy in her, would have the sweet tang of rape. Thank you, Ian Fleming, and good night. Wow. Thank you very much for that offering. Thanks, Enid. Imagine Ian Fleming and Enid at a, at a, at a dinner party. <laughs> so what are you working on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm working on a new spy novel called The Sweet Tang of Rape. What are you working on? <laughs> well, I'm working on a sequel to Three Gollywogs. What are you going to call it? I'm thinking of calling it Five Chinky Chinamen. <laughs> cool. Christ. Do you know, my friend used to sleep with a girl who lived in Ian Fleming's old house, and the only bus that went past the house was the 007. That's not No, that's true. true. Completely true. Do you know that? And do you know about Operation Mincemeat during the war? 
No. Operation Mincemeat was uh, a body that was found in Italian waters, I think, or Spanish waters. It was yeah. found in the waters of a neutral territory, mm-hmm. of a British, the body of a British soldier, mm-hmm. right? They pulled him ashore, and amongst all his person, personal belongings, they found a letter that explained where the D-Day invasion was going to be. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, over the course of like six months, this letter made its way to Berlin. Hitler read the letter and was like, oh shit, well, we need to put the troops here. Mm-hmm. And then the British invaded in a totally different place because the body was a plant. And the MI5 had spent like two years trying to figure out how to plant this dead body in the waters. They made a whole backstory up for the body. Mm-hmm. They would like, so when they looked in the wallet of this body, there was cinema stubs and like hotel reservations where if the Nazis called up the hotel, they were like, yeah, hey, yeah, did yeah. you have a, this guy staying here on this date? And they were like, yeah. And they cried. It was basically a homeless man that they found dead at King's Cross Station who ate rat poison and died. They had to learn, they cryogenically froze his body, which they didn't have the technology to do that back then. They just whacked him in the freezer. Right. Then they created this whole story around him, created a love affair between him and a secretary. And get this, the photo of the woman in the wallet was a woman who worked at MI5. They had to have a picture of a woman. And the guy whose idea it was to, to do this whole thing ended up shagging the woman in the wallet. So the guy whose idea it was ended up actually having an affair with the woman that he created a fake soldier for to have an affair with. Right. Right. And then they put the body in a fake torpedo, frozen in a fake torpedo, in a submarine, went over to Italy, uh, let, like, and soldiers would sleep on the missiles back then, on the torpedoes. Yeah. Because there was no space in the submarine. So they didn't know they were sleeping on a dead body. Mm-hmm. Right? And then one night, tide's right, they go up, they push the body towards the shore. So all the soldiers are pissed off because... They've been, they didn't know they'd been sleeping on a body for a month, right? <laughs> so they pull up this frozen body, push him towards the shore, right? Mm. And then a German U-boat goes past. Right. Right. But there's so much fog that they couldn't tell if the submarine was a Nazi submarine or a British submarine. So they let it go. Really? Right. Then they couldn't sink the torpedo that they'd been carrying the body in. So they had to go and they had to like get all men on deck and shoot the torpedo. This is a true story. And then the torpedo sank... And then they went back about their business. And then a fisherman finds the body the next day, pulls it ashore. And then there goes the plan where they find the letter mm. on this person. Wow. And the guy who came up with that idea was Ian Fleming, who worked at the MI5 during the war. He came up with that idea? Yeah, that was his idea. The guy who wrote James Bond. And did it have the sweet tang of rape? <laughs> <laughs> so you learn stuff when you listen to the Excitable Boy podcast. You do occasionally. You, you do, do occasionally learn you things. You do, yeah. Second World War espionage history... Yeah. Paraphrased from a book I read. Yeah. All of that might not be completely accurate, but it's a general vibe of it. There you go. No, it's all made up. You learn things. Mincemeat. Fantastic. Yeah, Operation Mincemeat was the name mm. of the was the name of the operation. Yeah. Look it up. It's a great book. Mm. I read the whole book. I read all the books. You read a series. I read a book. No, this I read Operation <laughs> Mincemeat. I read Agent Zigzag. You'd have to list the five books you read. I read all the other ones, can't remember <laughs> what they were now. <laughs> Anyway, shoot, look, I wanted to do the letters, but I wanted to ask you about a song. All right. So I'm out the other night, and this song comes on that everyone knows, right? Okay. I probably won't know it. Yes, you do. It goes, right. if you like pina coladas, oh, yeah, that boom, one. Yeah, okay. and gotcha. getting caught in the... It's boom, old. It's an old boom, one. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Right, and I was listening to the song, right, right. right. I'm listening to the fucking song, right. 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 
and I started listening to the verse lyrics, which I'd never paid attention to. Everyone sings that song. If you like pina coladas, yeah, like it's you're in cocktail. Why are you dancing like the like the lobster from uh, Little Mermaid? Little Mermaid, Sebastian. <laughs> His name was Sebastian. Lobster, not a crab, right? Somebody's got to nail that girl's fins to the floor. That oh guy. Jesus! Um, <laughs> the lyrics to the song yeah. pina colada. Ready? I was tired of my lady. Opening line. Great. Get get straight to it. We'd been together too long. Like a worn out recording of a favourite song. So while she lay there sleeping, I read the paper in bed. And in the personals, there was a letter that read, If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. If you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain. If you like making love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape. I'm the love that you've looked for. Write to me and escape. Right. That's the first chorus. Okay. Very specific. Yeah. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Oh, that's romantic. If you're not into yoga, you have half a brain. A bit passive aggressive. Yeah. And then, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape. Right. Where does this guy live? Um, well, the Cape... It's a very specific person. Cape, the Cape. Like, if you like, who? No one likes fucking in sand. The Cape is right. Yeah, the dunes of the Cape, right? It, and it's kind of windy. Yeah, but no one. You're gonna get sand up your fucking privates. And there's a uh, tide rips in the uh, Cape. I mean, like getting sand in my dick. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll answer this thing. Shag- anyway, second verse. Yeah, okay. I didn't think about my lady. I know that sounds kind of mean. <laughs> right. But me and my old lady had fallen into the same old dull routine. So I wrote to the paper, took out a personal ad, and I wrote, and though I'm nobody's poet, I thought it wasn't half bad. This is his response. Yes, I like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. I'm not much into health food. I am into champagne. I've got to meet you by tomorrow noon and cut through all this red tape at the bar called O'Malley's with the sweet tang of rape. No, no, no. At the bar called O'Malley's <laughs> where we'll plan our escape. Yeah. Right? And so I waited in the high hopes. Then she walked in the place. I knew her smile in an instant. I knew the curve of her face. It was my own lovely lady. She said, oh, it's you. And we laughed for a moment. And I said, I never knew. Right. And that's what the song's about. All right. So it's, it's the lady, his lady. So him and his wife hate each other. But she took so out her His wife's taken out personal ad to yeah, yeah. fuck someone else. Right. <laughs> yeah. On a beach. Yeah, yeah. Drinking yeah. alcohol. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I, I don't like yoga. Yeah, my husband it. likes yoga. He's a dick. Yeah, you she know. wants a, a dune fuck. Right? Yeah. Come meet me here and put your D in my V. Yeah. Right? And then the husband, while his wife's asleep next to him, has answered the ad. Mm-hmm. Going, yeah, cool, let's meet up. I want to have an affair too, let's fuck. And then they meet in a bar and they realise that they've both put out a personal ad to each other. Mm. And then they just laugh it off. Yeah, that's There's the bit no- where... That's the bit where... <laughs> Laughing it off, I don't. There's no rage where she's like, where he walk. What? You know? Yeah. Barry, Sheila. I think the theory is you wanted to fuck someone else. No, you wanted to fuck someone else. You know what? This marriage is over. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. For a long time! <laughs> you know? It's hard to get that into the final verse, though, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to... That's more like Rage Against the Machine. It will have to take a bit of a turn. Um... It what an amazing be. song. Yeah, he just ran out of ideas, didn't he? He was like... Oh. No, what that, no, that's a fully thought, conceived no, story. Yeah, yeah, he thought there was a pleasing well, symmetry. A fully yeah, realised yeah. idea for he a thought, song. No, but he thought there's a nice pleasing symmetry to it, but the, it's just a dud. It's like, at the end, you're like, oh, all things being equal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there I should be it. a fourth verse that goes, so you want to suck another dick? Well, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but, you, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you want to get blown by yeah, someone the else. The recrimination yeah. verse. You haven't fucked me good for years. Yeah. But and you then she done threw this, a pina you... colada all over my turquoise tuxedo and walked out the bar. And that's the end of the song. Then I went home, drank too much whiskey, took a bunch of sleeping pills, and now I am dead. How... <laughs> you mean the song? That's how it should finish. Well, is, well, the song should be from Beyond the Grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the re- if final... If you like pina coladas... Reveal. From Beyond the Grave. Did you know that? Did you know the song was about that? Personals, you wouldn't get that. You'd be, be Tinder now, wouldn't it? Yeah, you just see your wife's face. You see your wife's face. What's that one where you can cheat on your wife? Is it Ashley Madsen? There's a website. Yeah, they have that tagline that yeah, life is short. Life have is an short. affair. Life is short. Do you want to fuck someone else? Yeah. Go on, fuck someone else. Go on, fuck, fuck someone else. Fuck someone else. You think you're happy, but you're not. The pa- there is a better party somewhere else. It won't be better sex, but it will be no. someone new. It's someone new. The grass is greener. The grass is greener. Fuck, It will be exciting because it's fuck just... Someone. Go on, it's fuck someone. You'll be able to touch fuck someone. someone. You know, you've been... Plowing away at the same thing for 15 years. Fuck them. Fuck them. In fact, that's what our culture does anyway. I leave my front door and most of the things I see, most advertising is like, fuck someone. Come oh, on. yeah. Come on, fuck it. Fuck it. I see a burger on a billboard. It's like, oh, fuck that burger. Go on, fuck, fuck it. Go on, fuck it, you pussy. Fuck it, you pussy. Fuck it. Fuck it. All day. If you take that's the, what advertising if you does. you buy this protein powder, you will get a blowjob. <laughs> yeah. If you buy this protein powder, women will want to have sex with yeah. you. You're losing your hair. Well, get some hair, because otherwise people won't fuck you. you yeah. Fuck it, and then you'll fuck the hair. Fuck it, fuck it. All advertising. Oh, what's that one on the tube at the minute that's like, uh, it's, ho- it's an app for a last minute hotel room. Really? And it's like, we're not going back to mine, but we're not going back to hers, but we're going to have fun. Lastnighthotel.com. Last minute hotels, something. Hey, are you out? You're taking a bit too much coke and you want to shag yeah. someone? You should just cut to the chase and every advert should be just my contorted face coming. <laughs> That's it. Just, just, you know. I think legally every advert should end buy with... Buy a burger. Come. I think every advert should end with buy a shit. Yeah. It's every other. It should be the law. I would buy so many more because I am so oh, yeah. sick of every. every I went shit, to the please. cinema the other day, yeah. and every advert was like this plinky plonky fucking piano, boom, 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 and and then just some voiceover going. This is basically what they're saying. Hey, we're just like you. We're normal. Give us your money. <laughs> buy our shit. Otherwise, you will never come. Yeah, you will never come again. Come, give us your money. 
don't give it to those other banks. We're a boutique, homemade, family-run fucking yeah. other words that you think associate themselves as a personal experience. It's terrible. Give us your fucking money, you little piece of shit. All the adverts in the cinema are like, Bing! You are unique. Mm. Bing, bing! You are a snowflake. Everything you feel hasn't been felt before, particularly in the way that you're feeling it. Boom, boom, boom. You could be a movie star. All these things are false. Every advert should... It should be just like, give it, buy, a, buy a shit, please. It should, it should, it should literally be yeah. this. This is a car. It's a <laughs> lot like some of the other cars that you've seen. It will devalue once you take it off the forecourt, and if driven incorrectly, it will kill you. Please, buy our shit. Oh, shit, please. Here's a footballer in the car. <laughs> you know? Here's a song yeah. that Everything, if you shazam it yeah. now, you might win a prize. Yeah. Every advert should start with the line, we're not going to bullshit you, we're all going to be dead soon. Yeah. Find That's us on it. Facebook. Why do I want to find you on Facebook? Does anyone do You're that? You're a car company. Does anyone do that? Find... Oh, everyone. I went in a restaurant the other day. They were like, oh, have you, did you follow us on Instagram? I was like, listen, I come in, I give you my money, you put the food in my face, and then it comes out as poo. That's the transaction. That's the relationship that we have. I enjoy eating your food that you've made and marked up. Mm. Don't make us try and have a relationship on the internet. You, don't, you might want to tippy-tappy a three-star oh. review. How the creme brulee didn't meet your expectations. Fucking morons, man. It's all <laughs> but, fucked. But the Caesar fucked. salad surprised you. Living. Good portions. Um, anyway, should we do the letters? Yeah, let's do the letters. I wanted to ask you, I wanted to play you, just to play us into the letters yeah. this week. We've discussed the workings of R. Kelly before on the show. Yeah, he's, he's um, the Closet um, series. What was that? No, R. Ke- well, we've talked about R. Kelly's song Pregnant, which is oh, easily pregnant. the sec- most sexist song of all time. Okay. And I want to play us into the adverts here now. Right. We might have to pay PRS on this. But I want to play the entire opening of R. Kelly's new album. The Buffet. Okay. R. Kelly, uh, the 90s R&B star who had hits with I Believe I Can Fly and Ignition, the remix, and stuff like that. And uh, this is the opening of his new album, The Poem from The Buffet. And I'm playing this because, A, it's only a minute long, and B, I feel like people who listen to this podcast aren't that familiar with the back catalogue or the current releases of R&B phenomenon from the 90s with hits I Believe I Can Fly and Ignition, R. Kelly. You may know him from urinating on 14-year-old girls, but this is nevertheless the opening track of the poem by R. Kelly. Good evening, ladies. Shall we start with hors d'oeuvres? I can tell your body's been lacking the platter of satisfaction your body deserves. We have reservations, and I'm so glad that we're here, because I'll be toasting your juices all night like, cheers. See? You need someone who understands you have a delicate palate. Let me cater to you while indulging in my own bad eating habits. It's a celebration, and you're the cream of the crop. Let me... And I promise I won't leave a drop. But wait, this is just the appetizer. By the time I reach dessert, a climax couldn't get no higher. A leg couldn't shake no harder. We're going at it so crazy. This love so tasty. I'm talking my jelly and your pastry. See, baby, I got every need, every want. Every Jesus Christ. You seek. Goes on a bit. I'll be going deeper and deeper. 
He's very subtle. This is all you can eat from steak to sorbet. Welcome to the buffet. That was R. Kelly with the poem from his new album, <coughs> The Buffet. Isn't that incredible? I mean, that's on an album. I'm going to learn that, that speech. That you can buy <laughs> Do it. with money. Someone wrote that, yeah. recorded it, mm. mixed it, yeah. mastered it. Thought it was a good idea. Marketed it, mm. pressed it, mm. and then put it out into the public domain. Mm-hmm. Someone thought that was okay. I'm going to try that speech out on my girlfriend next time we, um, we're in bed. What planet is he living on? Oh jeez, I, 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 I can't enter into it. It's just, I don't know. It's um. I feel like I've really brought the mood down. Yeah, I think you, you, that was. It was meant to be funny. Yeah, no. I it mean, was meant to be funny. It was, and then it was just like I don't know what. Just you know, listening to a sex offender try and have a career again. Please, <laughs> <laughs> basically, what it is. It's just oh really, my god! Really went, I love it. I love it. Weird. He's insane. Yeah, and not in a kind of, you know, not even in a good way. He's just fucked. <laughs> and he's fucking us. Phonically fucking us. You look us. like you're about to cry. Yeah. You look like you've been I just, abused. I can't quite... I've been touched wrong by R. Kelly. Yeah. Phonically, just then. Yeah. It's something's not right now. The natural order is being interrupted. I think for the sake of equality, he needs to be shot. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I yeah, think yeah. it would help the progress of human equality and, and women yeah. if he was just taken out into a back garden like a sick dog yeah, and shot. What I would do is I'd invent a um, reality TV series called... I Believe where, I Can Die. I Believe I Can Fly, where people uh, skydive. And I'd get him to do a skydive and just sabotage his shoot. It's a tenuous show. I don't know if it would get commissions. What? But I'd watch it. <laughs> anyway, the letters. The letters! It's the letters that you wrote to us this week. Let us do the letters. Let us do them now. Okay, here we go. Every week, you can... Are you alright? I feel like I've really upset you with that. Okay, Chin let's, up! Let's try and... Chin up! Let's Cheer try up! And, um, Life is good! Let's try and clamber Life out. Life has snow and hedgehogs and bubblegum. R. Kelly's just one of the things that is in the world. I'm back. There are loads of other good things. Okay. You know, the Beastie yep. Boys, clean socks. Yep. Alright, okay, you ready? Yeah, good. Alright, every week you can write into the show, ebp at uk. Any yeah. problem that you might be having, you might have a fear of wallpaper. Mm. You like walking around Ikea several times without buying anything. <laughs> <laughs> you challenge people to arm wrestles, then run away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you fill up a car in a petrol station and cry to see if anyone will comfort you. You buy all the teddy bears in the store just to spite a child. You like the music of R. Kelly. Um, anyway, uh, okay, every week you go around to show any problems you're having, uh, although we have been told by our legal department that we are not trained advice givers and anything that we do say should be taken on the chin with a pinch of salt as a joke. Mm. Although I think you should take it very seriously. Yeah, very earnestly. Just... Okay, here we go. Dear Josh and Tim, I'm a newlywed and live abroad with my wife. I don't make it back to the UK that often, and my dad announced a special birthday for this coming April, I immediately booked myself a flight back to London for a 10-day stretch 
Only last night did I realise that I will be missing for my wife's birthday. I've talked to her about the idea of me going back for a bit around Easter, and she'd be fine with it, but she doesn't know I've actually booked the flights. To make matters worse, it will be her 30th. I'm thinking I could wait until a week before and announce a sudden job interview, but perhaps truth is the be- might be the best policy. I'll be back five days later, so make a special event of it then. So he's fucking off during his wife's 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he take her, take her with him? Because he doesn't love her. Oh, really? <laughs> so basically, what you're saying is you've already booked a flight back to England and your wife doesn't know. Yeah. I've talked to her about the idea of me going and she's fine with it, but she doesn't know I've booked the flights. So basically, behind your wife's back, you booked a holiday on her birthday. Yeah. Wow, no wonder he felt the need to write in and get some advice. Yeah, no, she's going to so be... So you booked um, a holiday... Mm. on your wife's birthday knowing it was her birthday and you haven't even told her that you've booked the holiday but isn't that the point he didn't know and then he just suddenly realised he wouldn't have booked it on her birthday knowing right oh yeah only last night did yeah, I yeah, realise yeah, that yeah, I'll yeah. be missing for yeah, my yeah. wife's so, birthday so, but you can't tell her because she'll go you forgot my birthday okay here's what you do right what you have to do is sometimes you have to make something up bad really really bad right Right. To, so that when the true thing that is bad happens mm-hmm. it doesn't seem as bad do you, mean, right. do you know what I mean? So, so, you, pre- so you prepare the ground. Yeah, so for example, right. mm. you make up a story. Say so you, uh, you damage someone's bike. You borrow their bike. But you make up a story. Oh, I was being chased home by these muggers. I fucking like, I, I was really worried. I like skidded around a corner. I made it back in. The bike's okay. I'm okay. But I nearly got stabbed. And they go, oh my God. And you go, yeah, but the, you know, the tire's punctured now. And right. they go, wow, it doesn't matter as long as you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So what you have to do is you have to slip something in that's far worse. Right. So the fact that you're missing your wife's birthday doesn't make it as bad. Right. See what I mean? So what could the so bad thing be? So you make up that your dad's ill. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. You see? He's, 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 he looks serious. Yeah. He's, our dad called me and he's having some kind of weird crisis. He thinks that this might be the last time we get to spend April together. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, but it does mean that I'd miss your birthday. <gasps> oh my God, really? Yeah. And then you'd be supportive. Yeah, oh, God, baby, I'm sorry. God, you know. Yeah, but I'll be missing your birthday. Oh, forget about that. Your dad comes first. Yeah, we'll celebrate it when you come back. Yeah, yeah, we will. Or you do this. You say, hey, I'm leaving you. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not leaving you, but I am going to see my dad on your birthday. And I forgot about your birthday. Yeah. Here's the thing. He can't book a flight for her now because she's going to know that he pre-booked his already. I think you've got to come clean. I think there's no, no shame in it. You should just go like, listen... My bad, forgot your birthday. I mean, it just it passed me by. I was focused on one thing I forgot, and it's in my diary. I that's know how you get out of it. That's how you get out of it. You go, oh, I was just, you know, I just don't get to see my dad that often. Yeah. And I was just so excited about seeing him. I booked it, and he's been putting a lot of pressure on me to book it. And yeah, blame him. He's not been feeling that well. His leg's been playing up again. Yeah, yeah. You know, he still has that fear of going upstairs since the accident back in 08. Yeah, and um, I just want to uh, I feel like it's time to go see him but I did it and I totally forgot that it was your birthday so what I'm going to do is when I get back I'll bring back all the stuff from England that you love mm-hmm. uh, Coronation Street DVD box set Quality Streets tea and then we'll do all the good sex I'll give you the good sex and then that restaurant that you really like that I hate I'll take you there for your birthday Great. and we'll watch three rom-coms and I won't make one critical note that's good. You can yeah. offer all that and slide that across the table. Yeah. See what she says. Exactly. I think that's good. I think you solved it. There you go. That's You're it. welcome. Yeah, yeah. Let, right, right back. Let us know how well that goes down. How well you, that conversation. You missing your wife's 30th. <laughs> you awful, awful man. 
Dear EBP, injury fetish. <laughs> Dear EBP, last two years I've had an on-off relationship with a girl. Let's call her Barry. <laughs> It's never been more than sex, and we've gone into some pretty dark personal places sexually. We both know it's just sex, and last week she told me one of her fetishes she has is something called an injury fetish. Right. Which means she's really into broken bones and casts and such, and has asked if she could fuck me in a leg cast. What? Please discuss. (laughs) (laughs) What, he's wearing the leg cast? Is that a thing? An injury fetish? He's wearing the leg cast. Who's wearing the leg cast? She, she is, said. Or? She said to him, oh, "I really like injured people." <laughs> Fucking hell! Is that uh, a fetish? Must, well, fetish is just something. What happened to her in her childhood that well, she's maybe. developed a fetish for broken bones? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Jeez. Maybe she broke an arm and climbing a tree, and the doctor was hot. Maybe. God, you got to do it. It'd be amazing. Why? It's fucking that hilarious. That sounds awful. No, it's hilarious. It's really funny. Like, even though you're not into it, it would be really funny. And you'd be just, just I've got to remember each, every detail about this. Because I'm going to tell this story so much throughout my life. I mean, it's a good story. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah, and you're not, like, close. You're not, like, you know, you're not going to get married. So just fucking do it. And, and, and remember every detail. But what's the, what's the attraction here? Well, how can Is you explain like the Munchausen's thing? Maybe. How can you... Yo, wow, I see. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. tending for someone who's yeah, sick. Maybe. Or is it that they can't really defend themselves like Misery, like the Stephen King book? Yeah. You know, maybe you're like nursing like, yeah. them back. Like it's power. Maybe yeah. it's just like power. Like, yeah, maybe she wants you to... Maybe she wants to break your leg and then fuck yeah. you until you finish writing the novel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She gonna... What, is there gonna be any dirty talk? Huh? Is, she, is, she, is there gonna be any dirty talk? It's like, yeah, look at your fucking cast, you fucking in, yeah. invalid oh god can I sign it <laughs> yeah sure. hold on hold on <laughs> amazing like in the middle just before just I before want to the moment you. of truth I want hang to on put, hang on yeah. I'm about to I'm going to sign it I want to sign your cast I want to get a bin bag and wrap your leg in it and then put you in the bath so it doesn't <laughs> so it doesn't affect the thickness or the support of the cast well there was that one thing Ooh. do you remember Crash do you remember that film Crash not the one about racism in America the other one with uh, Sandra Bullock no, the other one. The other one, which is about car accidents. Or people who get turned on by car accidents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't remember that one? No. No, that was back in the 90s. There was a, there was a film called Crash. And then it's confusing. I, mean, I was too busy listening to Ronan Keating, <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, it was all about people who get off on car accidents and like people in cars and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. I'm pretty sure. That's a strange fetish. But I mean, how that's would up you there go with, about it? I mean, no judgment. People can like what they like, but that's on the on the weird scale. It's kind of high maintenance. You have to kind yeah. of put on a, a cast. And what triggers it as well? That's fascinating. It's a lot of police sirens this week. Because you're not very elegant when you're walking around in a cast. Yeah. Can you imagine? It's like, are you ready? Does yeah, I'm ready. Ooh, Here I come. Let's take like, that off. You come into the bedroom. Does it smell under <laughs> there? Yeah. Are your legs hairy? Does it smell like cheese? Yeah, yeah. You, you take a couple of Tic Tacs for the full effect. You know? Just like my meds. What's up with that? Hobble in. With your cock. It's because they're in... Is it because they're in control? It must be. Yeah. It must be some kind of, you know... I'm getting off on control. Maybe go... Okay, here's what I'm going to say. it's kind of wrong. It's kind of go fucked up anyway. whole hog. Right? It's taboo. It's a taboo. Right? Wrap, put one of those neck braces on. Wrap your face in gauze. And put a cast on both legs, both arms. And have them, like, suspended. Yeah. Like in a cartoon from a hospital bed. Like yeah, when yeah, someone's yeah. been... Like when Wile E. Coyote's, like, fallen down the cliff. Yes. And you wait for her like that. Like, you can't even talk. <laughs> You know? Yeah, but that's commitment. Go full hog. Employ a nurse. 
who thinks it's real. <laughs> and yeah. she's like looking after you and pretend you're in a coma. You have an ECG going on in the background. Yeah, like try and turn her it gets off quicker. the fetish by taking <laughs> it to t- actually die. The more you have if sex. If you actually die while mm. she's in the room, it will, it will maybe stop her being turned on by that stuff. Get, be defribbed clear Pfft. we're losing him we're losing him yeah I you think know? that's probably while commi- maintaining commi- yeah. an erection the entire time <laughs> yeah there you go that's the trick you've got to do it you've got to do it I'm, it's a bit, I'm a bit creeped out by how into this you are no you've got to, no it's hilarious it's not yeah, I mean not into it and, and people are into things like this because it's taboo isn't it mm. it's not allowed it's yeah. not I like the word taboo yeah it's sounds taboo. like a, is there a board game called taboo yeah anyway uh, is that are we done with that letter yeah, yeah I think okay. we're done alright ne- okay last one last one right. oil rig and gay <laughs> I like it I like that they put the subjects in the you know you know what it's about I don't know what it's about I know that in my what would your not... guess be the what? subject of this is oil rig yeah, and gay I don't gay. know how the two elements interact well make a guess there's a gay guy on an oil rig okay let's see what happens dear EBP <laughs> I've just got a job on an offshore oil rig. There we go. I spent the last few years temping, but next week will be my first extended stay on a new offshore rig. Right. Uh, these places can be quite laddy, if you know what I mean, and I'm gay. <laughs> I've always been openly gay, but this is the first time since coming out where I've, where I've wondered if keeping quiet uh, about my sexuality might serve my career better. What do you think I should do? I don't want to be treated any differently, which is bound to happen in close proximity with a bunch of working lads who would know I'm gay. Mm. It's a tough question. Yeah, but... That's a serious one. Yeah, but I wouldn't... I mean, it's easier said than done, but like, I would just go in just and be you. And if I think we live in more enlightened times now, to be honest. I think it's, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, but this person is saying that he's worked on those oil rigs for a long amount of time and he knows what those guys are like. So he may have been sat there in a circumstance where homophobic things have been said. Yeah, and he doesn't. But because he's been temping, either he's kept quiet or because he's been temping on that job, he's expressed his, he's said that he's gay, but it doesn't matter because he's not going back to that oil rig or whatever. Yeah. Now, uh, he's going to live on one. Do you live on a rig? You do, yeah. Okay. Now he's going to live on one and he he doesn't want to be like, doesn't want it to affect his friendships or his working relationships with these men. Well, I think that if you don't go in... I think you've got to give people more credit than that. I think if you go in just kind of thinking, don't lead with your sexuality, you don't have to go in and go, hey, I'm gay. doesn't matter. doesn't matter, you know? What's going to happen? Of course it doesn't matter. No, I'm but they can't. No, but they can't, it doesn't matter. But they can't discriminate. Like, like I'm, I'm, no, but there's laws against discrimination. No, anyway. but you're not looking at it. You're looking at it from an outsider's perspective. Look at it like you're in a working yeah, scenario fine. with a bunch of guys who might turn into dickheads if they find out you're gay. Fine, you've got to let the, you, It's a tough situation. It's a tough situation, but I don't... You're being this. too idealistic. No, oh, no. you're just telling me gay, make them deal with it, man. No, because you're going to be living with them for like a month or two months. Well, just... It's a tough one. I don't know, yeah. It's, it's at your discretion. What I would say is style it out. Feel out the vibe of the room. See if you can get a feel for those guys. You know what it's like, you're hanging out with someone, you think they're really nice, and then at one point in the evening they say something incredibly racist, and you go, okay, well I know what they're like now. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got enough time, you don't need to get onto the oil rig and go, hey, I like vaginas, you know. You mm. don't need to do that, no. but just feel it out, get a feel for those people, get a feel for, establish relationships with them and connections with them, mm-hmm. and then over time, if you feel like they are the kind of people that would be accepting of it, 
Because it's different. You, you know, if you're in your job and you can go, well, I'm gay and fuck you, and then you can leave and walk home. Yeah. That's one thing. If you go, yeah, you know what, I'm gay and fuck <laughs> you, and you just have to back out into a bunk bed in the same room as them, it's going to be awkward. So you just walk 50 meters to the other yeah. side of the rig. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awkward. You know. <laughs> you right, know. Colin. Yeah. yeah. I'm all right. He's being very conscientious. Are you gay? Yeah, I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think feel it out, style it out, and uh, t- and treat each person. Yeah, I mean, as, I wasn't as, saying that you shouldn't do that. Still feel it out, style it out, play where it lays. Mm. And then stuff. after a long hard day on the rig, when all the men are covered in oil and mm. dirt, mm. and you're all sharing a group shower, yeah. tell them that you're gay. Yeah, walk up to one of them when they're in the shower and just fix them with a very steady stare. Yeah, tell them with your eyes and just say. <laughs> Just so you know, just want to just want to be absolutely. Don't clear. even say it. Don't even say it. I am super gay. Yeah, there you go. And I do not find you attractive. <laughs> and then walk away. That's a weird thing about homophobic people is that they assume they're hot. They're, yeah, they're just like, oh, don't know about him. He wants to put it up me. It's like, yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. Do you really think so? They just assume that you know. With those fucking with that so much, with that rubber ring of fat around your belly, they just assume there's so much you know? dick trained on them like exercise. Oh, they want to obviously want to fuck me. No, they have people have types, and you are definitely not anyone's type. No, <laughs> no. Good luck. So that's my advice: style it out, style think, it out, feel it out, and let us know right back. See how it goes. Yes, if you get Wi-Fi on the rig, do you get? I yeah, assume course, you do now. Of course, you get Wi-Fi. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Send us an email. Let us know how it works out. Yeah. Um, and are we, is, that, is that it? Are we done? I think we're done. That's it for the show. I think, yeah. That's it for the show mm. this week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Ronan Keating. Thank you, R. Kelly. It's amazing how you. <sighs> you know, he, he's, he, Ronan Keating sings like, you know, when you put a really hot, like, tomato or potato in your mouth? <laughs> That's true. Oh, <laughs> Life is a roller coaster. <laughs> Life is a roller coaster. Let's get inside it. What the fuck was he talking about? I don't know. I think he was. All he had in his mind is trying to get that record out. <laughs> um, all right, that's it. That's it for the week. Mm. And uh, join us next week for more nothing mm. on the Excitable Boy podcast. Please leave us a rating. Leave us a review yes. on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. And uh, fuck you to all the sponsors that don't pay us to do the show anymore. <laughs> Your products are fucking shit. Yeah. And I'm glad that we slag them off every week. Yeah. Because you chicken shits pulled your paying us. <laughs> We're not and bitter. for the show last week, we got paid 11 quid. So fuck you. Yeah. Ta-ra. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Right. Be good to each other, yeah? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.